Marketing Company Podcast. My name is Dan Ledbetter, and with me, as always, the lovely, incredibly talented, uh, doesn't even look a hundred, Priscilla McKinney. Good morning, Priscilla. <laughs> I thought for the hundredth episode, you, you know what is what is the third um, the f- third descriptor Dan's going to exactly, use? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the thought, deep uh, pause, really. You know, it was um, my uh, my self confidence was really waning there, Dan. <laughs> Well, I was trying to think, how am I going to work 100 in here, but yet work it into being you? And that's why I thought, well, you know. You're right. Uh, it, we, I think we should have included one of those interviews from, like, the oldest people in the world. Oh. Where they say, like, how did you live so long? It's like, well, I drank whiskey and ate bacon. And <laughs> totally. Played well, a lot of video games. When we what. lived in Boulder, though, we used to joke about this a lot. I stayed home from work in time. I just, like, in my pajamas, my hair in a bun. I was totally sick. Someone comes to the door and says, um, yeah, so is your mom home? I looked at them. I'm like, no, but I'll get my husband. Do you want to talk to him instead? <laughs> so it's I do true. look young. I, you know, you do. You it's, do. It's, it's the For Puerto Rican. You look great, by yeah, the way. The Puerto Rican blood. Thanks. So by the way, this is actually kind of exciting because um, obviously I knew we were coming up on our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. And number one, reaching 100 anything is like... An amazing, well, unless it's a credit score. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, um, you do realize that if this was a TV show, we would be in syndication. You know, that is really interesting. Um, but see, those people are making money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was still waiting for my syndication check. I know. And sadly, uh, that Lamborghini I bought is not really going to stick yeah. around much longer if those checks don't start cashing. You know what? It's funny because you must have been thinking about that because over here, Leighton and Ashley and I, we were talking about that. That it, you know, it, it you know, this is we're, we've hit syndication, and um, so it made me think about it. Actually, I want to tell you some TV shows that are in syndication. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, I was going to say Mr. Ed. Yes, it is. It is. In it is. It is in syndication. You know what else we're in great company with? Mama's family. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on the cool side, Soul Train. Uh, Soul Train is in syndication? Soul Train is in syndication. These were the ones that were a surprise to me. Like things like Family Feud, they're wow. no surprise. You know, oh, Jerry yes. Springer, no right. surprise or things like right. that. But, and, you know, <laughs> sadly, you know what else is not a surprise? Judge Judy, because that gives you the, you know, the mean of the um, education in our country. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, but but on the plus side, there are some shows like The Walking Dead and uh, Friends. Oh, see, and, now we're getting into your categories here. Well, yes. Well, I don't really care about Friends. <laughs> no, but The Walking <laughs> Dead. <laughs> well, I wish The Walking Dead and Friends would, like, merge. Oh. Because that would be a whole different show. No, you know what would be good if Friends uh, beca- and uh, The Walking Dead and Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader moved <laughs> merged. <laughs> <laughs> but Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade Zombie? Right, right. That, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got one last one, though, to share with oh, you. please. Also... Please. The Lawrence Welk show is in syndication. <laughs> oh, good lord. All okay, right, I, I'm over it. I, I just had I to share those. Uh, can I give you a little true confession yes. about Lawrence Welk? What? I had the biggest crush on Sissy of Bobby and Sissy. Oh. Do you yeah. remember them, the dancers? I do, I do. The, yeah, the brother and sister that would yes. come on there and dance and, yeah. Yeah, I, I just know. find it funny. I want to find a microphone, like the kinds that they used to use in that day. I find oh, those yes. microphones totally hilarious. Kind of the, the Elvis Presley 50s-looking yes. microphone, the big yes. chrome one. Yeah. I just saw one yesterday. I'll send you a link for it. Oh, really? It's, that, it's That's very funny, and that, that just makes me, like, I don't know. It's kind of like my auto harp. <laughs> just things that inexplicably <laughs> make me happy. Well, your birthday is coming up. So, well, there uh, you go. On, <laughs> keep an eye on your mailbox. And let's, you know what? What I thought would be kind of interesting uh, is if we could go back to our very first episode, if we could dust off the archives, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, they really wouldn't be dusty, would they, if they're digital? No, oh. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> and are they really archives? Come on. Really archives. <laughs> so no. we can confirm these are neither dusty nor archives. <laughs> this is like when I ask someone for tinfoil. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's not really the it's same not. thing. It's aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> or aluminum, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's 
sucks being a hundred <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but but let's play that clip of the first episode where we talk about how you got into the whole marketing thing oh, and okay. how you how you got a marketing company and that whole thing. So, okay, good. This will uh, this will catch me up. <laughs> <laughs> but she basically said. Either I'm going to sell it to you or I'm going to close it. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. Um, that's that's like, a big vote of confidence. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's so funny. She saw that that was what I was doing naturally and that I, I basically if I had that team and that staff and that mindset that I, I could do it. And that started a process where, you know, I'd come home, talk with it. I mean, talk it through with my husband, and that's, again, where he could see from the outside just being, you know, supportive in that and saying, you know, I don't know that you can't not do this. This is this makes you so happy on another level that, that we got to try this. you gotta, you got to see what's at the end of this line. So that's, a, I mean, honestly, if, mm-hmm. if our listeners haven't heard that story, it would be great for them to go back and hear the whole thing because, honestly, I think that you're – just your story in general of being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and how over the years, like it's so funny. I mean, you know, they always say hindsight's 2020, which it really isn't because it's always skewed to our perspective, Mm but watching how you laid the groundwork to get where you are, I just think is one of the most amazing things and amazing stories that I've ever heard. Well, thanks. That's cool. One thing I do try and keep in mind is that I really always try and tell the truth and you're right. From you know hindsight, we're always skewed in our perspective of how things turned out. But I really do not like business uh, books or ebooks or stories or interviews where people then repaint, you know, retell the past, um, and they become a little bit more of a hero. It is right. you know the, the reality of entrepreneurship is fits and spurts, and it's also what I always call the stunning discomfort of, of <laughs> entrepreneurship. You know, That should be your title. Your it book. is so hard. Um, and, you know, so – and it's very often over-glorified is my point. And yeah. so, you know, you kind of – you can't go back. It's easier to tell and gloss over some of the horrible, hard things like when you're staring at your – QuickBooks wondering how you're going to make payroll, you know, and trying to figure out something. You know, those are also a huge part of it. And I remember even, you know, when we first would get in like, you know, $5,000 in a month in intake, you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh, we got a check that was like $1,200. You know, you know, I, I still palpably remember that. And I even remember, you know, several years ago when we passed, um, you know, when we passed our first million, it was something kind of dawned on me like, you know, you have to grow to this. You have to grow the capacity to understand, you know, how to sell things at this level or what, you know, and I'm sure, you know, somebody who's, you know, I haven't hit 50 million. So, you know, someone at 50 million is kind of looking back and be like, oh, yeah, I remember when we were in the single digit millions, (laughs) you know, but what's important to that is not that anyone is more important or more valuable. It's that the the interesting part to me about the entrepreneur journey is that I still remember all of those milestones. And as the Mm. company progresses and then you get someone else, you bring someone else into it, it's important to tell the story as it truly was because they come into it and they can't really have an appreciation for all of the bumps in the road or they can't then they can't handle their bumps in the road, which are coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no yeah. matter what you do. If they haven't do. shown up yet, they right. are on their yeah. way. But if you as an entrepreneur and as the leader then act as if your road was smooth, then what are they, you know, then there's some kind of a inheritor or maybe a tacit, like, um, agreement that maybe there's shame in the bump in the road. And there's not. Right. It's just inevitable. Right. So I do try and tell the story as true as it was. Um, if I can at all, you know, help it. And I do have a husband that's a very high, um, uh, you know, has a um, a very good uh, bullshit barometer. So <laughs> he calls it all the time. But, um, you know, it was just about this is what I was doing naturally. And then, you know, and it was part of what I would call, you know, what Kristen Wheeler calls a native genius. Yes. And then trying to turn that, okay, how do I codify this into an actual company and, and keep rolling with it? So it's fun. Right. Well, I mean, the the beautiful part is, one, you have created a pretty amazing company, 
out of this and you've really grown and stretched out your business and I, I love that this is one thing I'm, all right I'm gonna I'm gonna gush a little okay bit. all right um, one of the things that I love about you as a person is you are constantly looking to better yourself and evolve and I love how you have gone from uh, and still doing I'm I should say the um, the marketing company and how now you've you've morphed that a little bit to where you are still running the, the marketing company and you're going out on the road and doing public speaking because you're at least uh, my experience is you want to go out and help other people achieve the same dreams that you had right for sure and i you know i i whenever i'm about ready to speak to an audience i really get in the zone by thinking <clears throat> when i was sitting in that seat what would have been helpful to me? What would I just kill to have someone tell me? So I wouldn't right. waste my time doing this, but I would instead focus on this. Because all, you know, successful businesses is just choosing to focus on the right thing. You can be yes. incredibly busy as a business owner. That 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 could be busy, easy, done. That's not hard to be busy. Right. But being busy at the things that actually turn profit or the things that actually move your company forward, that is the trick. How do I maximize, you know, my time, my effort, my my talent? You know, yes. how how do I really put that in a place that is going to make a significant difference? And this is why we're a bespoke agency is because that is different for everyone. Whereas someone investing just wholeheartedly in, a, you know, in promoting through Facebook and getting them to the web would be amazing. That would be a utter waste of time for another company. So it's not a, you know, here are the seven steps. Oh my gosh, I just saw a book the other day. Dan, it was just hilarious. It was like, it was a blank book, you know, like, but it was a funny um, title on the top. It said 64,393 simple steps to an easy life. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I found my book finally. That is brilliant. Yeah, it was something like that. But it just made me laugh so hard, this idea that as if there's some easy formula to marketing or pushing a company forward. That's just a lie. And the sooner we walk away from that, the better. Which is, you know, that's what we're doing on this podcast. And I think that's why we're at 100 episodes. We're constantly pulling the curtain back and saying, okay, it is so difficult and it isn't so difficult. Let's just get clear about what's really hard and what's not. Because some people complicate some things about marketing and about entrepreneurship that don't need to be, you know, complicated. Um, But some things do. And I I love that quote by Paul Rand that says, um, design is so simple. That's why it's so complicated. <laughs> right. And that's, but that's the truth though. Isn't it so funny? It's like, I think that you, you, you spoke some very, very big wisdom there is that I think sometimes that a thing can be so simple and yet because, well, I'll speak for myself. I tend to overthink things. I can make it way more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I just think that that's, I think that you, I think you have a lot of wisdom in what you just said, oh, and I well, think thanks. that that's really good. Well, maybe and I'm not just will saying keep that listening. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. And you did say something else that was interesting. It's like you said when you right before you walk out. It's like, what do these people want to hear? And yeah. I do a lot of public speaking as well. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I think of is, oh my god, I'm going to wet myself. <laughs> So similar. Okay, so that's similar, the difference between vastly us. different but similar in the same thing. <laughs> oh my god. You know, we have the honor of continued friendship and partnerships with so many of our past guests here on Ponderings from the Perch. And several of them have called in to wish us congratulations on our 100th episode, as well as offering some personal insights and some remembrances of their favorite moments. We'll be including a selection of those throughout the show. Now, first up is Doug Sandler. Doug is the host of Nice Guys on Business podcast and the author of Nice Guys Finish First. So I don't understand why people wouldn't want to listen to Ponderings from the Perch every day. I love your message, Priscilla. Uh, you are amazing. Uh, love everything that you're all about. Marketing is your is your gig. But I'll tell you, if you ever lose your marketing gig, uh, a, a full time job in the podcasting space might be might be ready for you. You know, I would have to tell you a favorite episode of Ponderings from the Perch. I would have to say. 
oh, geez, you know, I hate to be self-serving, but my episode. <laughs> how can you how can you not love your own episode? If you're not believing your own press, then uh, then I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah, Priscilla, I love when you connected with me to, to have me come on the show. Uh, you have been a guest on my show at least a couple of times, and we got to make that happen a little bit more regularly. I love just having conversation with you, Priscilla, and uh, I really appreciate all that you do with uh, Little Bird Marketing and with Ponderings from the Perch also. So congratulations again on 100 great episodes. Looking forward to hearing your next 100, and uh, this is when the fun really begin. So congratulations again to all of you at Ponderings from the Perch from the Nice Guys on Business podcast. And here's Mary Beth Kuzmeski, a fellow podcaster who was featured in episode 97. Hey, this is Mary Beth Kuzmeski with the Female Insight Zone from one 100 podcaster to another. Congratulations. Before we get back to the show, let's take a minute to hear about our new podcast miniseries we'll be releasing soon. Let's just listen to the intro. I'm Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. You're listening to Flock Stars, the Ponderings from the Perch miniseries. In this season of Flock Stars, we're showcasing amazing people who attended the 2018 Women in Research Executive Retreat. You'll get to hear from these market research experts in short, bite-sized episodes. Flock Stars Wire Minisodes are coming your way. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be in the know. So would you like to know, would you like to know uh, some of our top goals that we have hit over? Yeah, yeah, shoot. All right. So this will, this will be an easy one. Okay. So what do you think our top listening country is out of mm. all the countries in the world? Oh, for sure. The U.S. I mean. Okay. Very yeah. good. What do you think the second highest country? I'm going to have to go with England because I I do speak, you know, English. In, in... <laughs> I speak English is so great for me. I would have to say that just, you know, from, you know, speaking in London, having a lot of good colleagues, um, you know, right. it is a small, small country, but maybe maybe they're number two. Well, you are. Uh, if I had one of those uh, buzzers mm-hmm. like Alex Trebek, uh-huh. I would have to hit that buzzer because you are wrong. Oh, Alex Trebek. He's also in syndication. <laughs> Actually, that, OK, really sorry, is. I digress. That's, that's all right. Our second highest country mm-hmm. of listenership is Germany. What? Yes. Well, much like uh, our friend Vince from ShamWow, apparently uh, Germans make good stuff and oh, apparently they gosh. like good stuff because we are uh, we are number two. Well, I can't figure well, that out. What I mean, well, you know, I did go to boarding school in Germany. And, but and I like I like Oktoberfest. <laughs> I like beer. Let's I figure like out beer. how wow this could be working for us. And I do drive a BMW, so well, I guess that, that's all related. So uh, well, but I isn't that weird? Yeah. Germany. Why do you think? Why do you think that? Well, I hope up, that my like, antics from boarding school has not like left a mark <laughs> on that country. <laughs> Is there is there like a stop at the border for you when oh, you go into uh, Germany? Oh my gosh! I well, there should be. Um, yeah, I that's what we should do. Vote an episode to your uh, boarding school antics. Oh my gosh! Okay, well that and also my Bible smuggling into Africa. But I don't know that we should really be very. <laughs> <laughs> we should be very forthright about that. Yeah, that my kids be... talk about that all the time. I'm not joking. Like Sawyer is nine, oh, no. and we were doing something, or we're you know. Um, oh, I know what it was, is that we went to the movies. I just went just with him. And, of course, you know, popcorn and all this crap is outrageous, right? right. So right. I go there and um, I get in line. And, of course, I'm just, like, going to get gouged. And he wants popcorn. So I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. We get the ticket. We go like get – Yeah, $30,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to go take out a loan. <laughs> so I get to the counter and I buy him, you know, the popcorn that's there. And um, and then I we we go and we get in there and I pull out a water. Our our theater here does not sell water bottled water. Really? And I'm like, no, he's not having Coke and this, you know, popcorn or whatever. So I pull out a bottled water for him. And out of my purse, I pull my Starbucks coffee because they also don't sell Starbucks coffee. (laughs) And he he says to me, seriously, he looks at me, he goes, Mom, you're probably good at that because, you know, how you smuggled Bibles. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I am thinking, how do you even know that this kid listens to every conversation? So, oh, And yeah. I feel like, look, I just paid $14 for that bag of popcorn, so get off right. my case. <laughs> right. Isn't that funny, like how they pick up on stuff and like put it all together? I hope the movie police doesn't come pick me up today. You know, uh, that's why you need to take a trench coat to the movies, not for, not for the obvious. Like, uh, no, please, let's but, not do that. <laughs> but I mean, like, you could have pockets for your coffee, for your uh, mm. uh, Mike and Ikes or whatever. Yes, it is. but think about that because sometimes something that sounds like a really good idea at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really hold up. No, when you're in the let's discussion. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do our top five country runs. Okay. So obviously, uh, U.S. number one. Okay. Germany is number two. You got any uh, guesses for number three? No, obviously. Maybe Australia. I have, I've met a lot of, you know, women entrepreneurs in Australia, and, you know, okay. I talk with them a bit. Oh, apparently they're not keeping up their end of the bargain because Japan is number three. Oh, my gosh. Konnichiwa! Kenpai. Uh, 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 Does that even... Uh, they yell that at me at a, at a sushi bar. I hope it doesn't mean please get out. Oh, <laughs> I don't even I know what so. that is. All right, you ready for yes, number four? Yes, go for this it. Is, mm-hmm. This one actually kind of amazes me. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Let me give you a hint. Um, it is the perfect complement to a hamburger. Le pommes frites. Yes. Okay. French fries. See, we well, do not. quizzes on this show. You just quizzed me. <laughs> really, France. As- as a very uh, as a very stretch to uh, get to that, yes, it was France. Okay, let's well, see. Now, where's Spain on this? Because I grew up in Spain. Maybe I did too much damage in that country. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, Spain is not in our oh, top five. Oh, man. I now, think, I, now I France... have several. I've, over the years, I've had several clients from France, and I've, I've, I'm consulting mm-hmm. with one right now, and then I have one that's a full-time retainer out of France. Oh, get this. he It's really rough. This is really, really sad. He's an uh, American who lives in Bordeaux and travels and discovers new wines, you know, to oh. sell to Americans. <laughs> That's that's a very it's really tough job. hard. Yeah, it's really tough. I feel bad for him all the time. So. Well, uh, France was not really a surprise for me. I mean, they love Jerry Lewis, so I figure <laughs> we are fairly. <laughs> we are officially better than Jerry Lewis. <laughs> we are officially better than Jerry Lewis. Are you ready for the for the fifth one? This mm-hmm. one, I did not see this coming. I would have thought it would have been uh, higher up, mostly okay. because you speak English. But the mm-hmm. United Kingdom. Oh, there it comes. Okay. At least it's at in the, the, top, five. the top five. I mean, that covers, you know, that's going to cover, you know, a lot of countries. So that's good. It does. Well, okay. it's united. In, right. in <laughs> it is, we can confirm it is united and it is a kingdom. <laughs> now, well, that's interesting. For the, for the top city, this one, absolutely. I, uh, I still need to double check with Leighton on this because uh-huh. I, I don't know how this is even true. Okay. What is our top? city of listenership city in the whole wide world okay we'll pick a big city i don't know new york city because u.s was our first one so no i have a lot of i have a lot of clients in chicago i speak in chicago all the time all right uh would you like to try out of the country no are you kidding me i'm not kidding you um okay well um germany was up high no um munich you know, as much as I would have gone with Munich, uh, it's actually Tokyo. What? Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that with like, you know, I welcome. Thank you. I what? didn't know you were all listening. This is what, so great. What does what what konnichiwa mean? Hello. Oh, good. That was, that was pretty, I was like saying something really bad. But anyway, konnichiwa, uh, mm-hmm. Tokyo. For at, And do you want to know what the percentage is? What? Of listenership, are you okay. ready? This this okay. blew me away even more than it was right. Tokyo. What forty six? What? Well, you know the thing is, is that I I do know this because we keep track of uh, and I I do watch you know for you know number of downloads and we you know because we do post it on so many different um, platforms we can't get an exact number but just alone through our Buzzsprout um, yeah. which feeds to a couple of places you know we're we're over twenty thousand um, downloads twenty thousand listens really yeah so what's crazy about that so think about that like maybe about ten thousand listens are happening in Tokyo. Uh, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. Otherwise, we're really going to get we ourselves in trouble. We're going to stick all that forever. Anyway. And now here's fellow entrepreneur and podcast host, 
David Reimer from episode 64. He's the founder of Magnificent Marketing and the host of the Magnificent Marketing Podcast. Congratulations to Priscilla and Little Bird Marketing for their 100th episode, which is an awesome feat. I would say we talked about lots of funny things. Priscilla is a very, very fun interviewer and fun to talk to. To recap something funny we talked about, in particular, was how I got a tattoo on my butt and lost a golf bet. And <laughs> we talked about that, which was really funny. Uh, and something I wish we talked about was where I got my start as an entrepreneur in fifth grade, where I would peddle this salt lime candy of the company my dad was working with at the time. And I really uh, <laughs> made a little bit of actually too much money and at recess and everything where the school ended up shutting me down. They said I was stealing too much money from the bake sale. And um, even though I asked them if they wanted to split the profits 50-50, they still declined. <laughs> so I always thought that was a, a funny way to get, you know tap into the entrepreneur world. And it uh, stuck with me to this day. I wanted to tell you a little bit about some of my favorite episodes. Oh, please let's let's do that because I have I have my all time favorite. <clears throat> okay, but I want to I hear yours. Okay, well I do have a few that I I just like to highlight a couple of things, but um, I think back in um, 2016 the, the title of it is called Priscilla will show you her Tabuki if you show her yours. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But actually, yes. it was it was not only hilarious, and it's about this you know this branch and show, but the actual topic in it is about brand positioning statements, and I yes. I found it actually we really hit the nail on the head with it about how sometimes cl- uh, companies fall outside of their brand positioning statement, like things have changed completely, and they need to come back and revise it and understand really what you know what is their promise to their clients, and and also as we mentioned in that show, their clients are dying <laughs> literally, yes. and. So so therefore, they need to establish a new audience. And when you have a new audience, you have a new brand promise. And um, we we actually did your brand positioning statement for your speaking gigs. Yes, Do you remember you that? Did. You did. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know why I didn't even think to have that in front of me. No, that's good. okay. So you, I know you have some other fun ones we want to talk about. But I loved that one. I also, what sticks out in top of my mind is when you were out here and we went to um, career day. <laughs> at, at a local, um, was it I elementary? It was elementary. It was it yes, was it was an an elementary. elementary and I mean, we had so much fun. Remember, I got up and I was just like, "So, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Can anybody raise their hand and tell me what that is?" And some people, like one guy, raised his hand. I was like, "You make cereal." Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, "No." And then someone, of course, some smart little kid in the corner. You kill people. That's right. Are you wanted in other states? <laughs> totally. No, I'm not a serial murderer. No, no. So and that was funny. And so we talked <laughs> about careers, and we then did. we went out to that event, and then we came back to the podcast studio, and we finished up that episode, and I found that one super hilarious. It was, let me just say this, that was one of the more fun, advent, number one, adventures mm-hmm. that I've had. And mm-hmm. two, it was so it was so good to actually podcast with you in person because I I don't know if the listeners know, but I'm out in California. And Priscilla is in Konnichiwa, wherever <laughs> she is. <laughs> I'm in Tokyo, apparently. <laughs> You're in Tokyo, apparently. And uh, but we record this like at separate time zones, and it was it's so interesting and weird to sit in the same room with you. Mm-hmm. And look at each other in podcasts, but it was so wonderful, and it was so fun to do Career Day, and the kids were, kids were amazing. And I, one of the thing that stands out in my mind was your, um, uh, your friend who owns the car dealership. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Jim Adams, my neighbor. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, he was there with us, right? And and he was talking about being a car dealership person, and he had mentioned that he was in the army. Oh yeah, uh-huh. and he kept <laughs> trying to talk about the car dealership, right? And they were like. Did you shoot did a lot you of people? Shoot people. <laughs> what kind of gun did you have? I'm going, oh my God. This How is like many the best people thing. did you kill? 
<laughs> that was really funny. And then they, um, then when you you got up and you're like, it's kind of like you know, remember in City Slickers when yeah. he gets up and it's like you know, there's the guy who does construction. You know, he's like, and then this broad goes across the street and this <laughs> crane and he's like this whole disaster. And he's like, and I picked her up with my bare hand. You know, this whole thing. And the kids are like, <gasps> this construction worker. They're totally right. in awe with him. And then you know, Billy Crystal gets up and people are like, well, what do you do? It's like I. I sell air because <laughs> he he sells advertising on a radio station, and the kids are just like so nonplus. Like he's a super like executive sales director for a radio conglomerate, you know. Right. And the oh kids are so not impressed. <laughs> no, but then when I told him I, I worked for a, a company that like finds the best deals, like it seemed like half of them jumped on the computer and started buying stuff. <laughs> I was like, we saw a big spike. Uh, oh, did you? Hour. Did you? Yeah, did. I'm glad it worked for you. <laughs> it oh, was all gosh. eighth graders buying uh, Peppa Pig stuff, I guess. Right, I don't right. know. Well, you know, early on in the podcast, we talked a lot about, I told a lot of my story. And actually, those yes. episodes are, you know, are played an awful lot. Um, one of my one of my favorites from that, um, that era is... Uh, like I don't remember which there's a couple episodes where we go super niche and I tell my actual story about how it started and then because it was a really long conversation we had so we broke it up in two podcasts but um, it really talks about it was a good story it really is yeah it goes through like the tornado our studio burning down how I got how I went out to kind of do a new you know how I got my mind straight I went out to Portland and did a you know kind of looked at other people's studios dreamed a bigger dream and came back and stuff so I I think those ones are pretty interesting but what are your favorite ones and then I'm going to tell you some of my favorite guests that we've had on oh my gosh Uh, I think my all-time favorite one is the Chinese Central Authority? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be number one. I'll vote with you on that one. There, uh, we've had some. There have been some great moments from all the episodes that mm-hmm. I, I think back on and that I love. But for whatever reason, the Chinese Central Authority one just cracks me up. I've and all right, true confession. I've gone back and listened to it several times. Okay, you know what the funny thing is? Um, you and I, it actually does not figure into the top ten most popular episodes, which is a crying shame. Because really? I, I, I list. I have list. I will confess too. I have listened to that episode a few more times. But maybe that just says how sick you and I are. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, that episode so. was funny. And you know what? We probably spent most. Of the time indulging ourselves and you know and oh, laughing so you know maybe it's just you know it just tells you a lot more about our humor exactly but, you know the number one most popular episode is the one that's called priscilla gives the gift of goals where really? i talk about goal setting and like how like this i like real reality not this stupid kind of i'm going to lose 10 pounds this year you know like we right, talked about right. I, I talked about cleaning out my bathroom drawer yes or not buying you know any more lotion until you use up all the lotion. These are the goals that right. I set for myself every year. Right. As I always tell people, I have standards. It's just they're incredibly low. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it that you think uh, hit a nerve with that episode? Uh, I think, again, it's the, 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 the underlying ethos of this podcast, which is pull the, pull the <clears throat> curtain back and be real. Like right. what kinds of things would really actually help your day? You know, what right. what would, um, you, you know, it, 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 like I said, kind of this glorified entrepreneurship, you know, it's not these big milestones. It's the kinds of things where you, you wake up in the morning and your life is just a little bit easier. And right. you're, you experience a little bit more flow because you've taken care to, to put a few details in their right place. And that's where I kind of went at it with goals. And I think we do that. You know, the number two episode is Priscilla's top eight habits for less stress in the new year. I mean, what does that wow. tell you? Wow. You know, that those when I get really practical and, and you know, and it's not this. Oh, and then I opened a marketing firm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when we don't do that, you yes. know. And then uh, I, I'll stop here, but, um, well, um, yeah, the, the number third one is my hilarious story about this is fun, about the biggest mistake I made. It's fakers going to fake about a horrible oh, hire I made. Yes. And see, this is the thing. When you tell the truth about the things you do wrong yes, and things that are very embarrassing in some ways, but you, you've gone – I couldn't have done that episode probably really close to it. But, you know, I did that episode maybe a couple of years after it, and well, I yes, had already digested the issue, and I could really see it, you know, for what it was. But that is a true-to-life episode 
you know, that really, you know, it, it's I'm vulnerable in that episode. Mm-hmm. And I think people learn, you know, in that. Well, they do. I think that there is a certain amount. Of, and and you, you, you said this before, but I think that there is a certain attractiveness about being vulnerable. And especially when it comes to struggles or problems that you go through where mm-hmm. Almost like almost exposing the soft white underbelly, so to speak, mm-hmm. makes it okay for people to go, oh, oh, yeah. I had something like that happen to me too. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I can learn from this person and how they got through it, mm-hmm. you know, without, uh, you know, being locked into a mental institution right. <laughs> and find out how can I learn from that and mm-hmm. maybe take something away to help me in other problems. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I, I honestly, I really do think that's one of the, um, uh, if I'm not being too humble about you and I, uh, is is one of the things that makes this podcast work. Is that we just pretty much, it's warts and all, man. It's yeah. like we just come here with whatever's going on, and we just put it out there. And mm-hmm. I think we create a party that people want to come to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we only edit when we, you know, like someone's just having a coughing fit or something like that, and we're really hard pressed. But I would say what ninety five percent of our episodes we just run right through. Oh yeah, I would say. I mean, other than than. Uh, some small edits. I mean, honestly, it's pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pretty much you, you get what you get yeah. when, you're, when you hear this. Well, we got to figure so out how, how are we going to step it up? I mean, this is the first hundred has been really good. Oh, you are you done with telling me what your favorite episodes are? Oh, just I had the one. I mean, I love all the episodes. Uh-huh. Just, well, uh, I, I might be a little narcissistic, but uh-huh. I do like going back and listening uh, to our conversations. <laughs> but yeah, Chinese Central Authority by far. I kind of like it when favorite. you give me pop quizzes, but I think that might be a little narcissistic on my, my part. But it is fun, though. Actually, I really we're going to have to do some more of those. Okay. I think. I the really future. think Let's they're fun. Now, I, I, I just cannot leave this discussion without saying that, of course, in May of this year, I had my son Beck on as a guest. And, of course, that has to be one of my yes. favorite episodes. Honestly, I think you should do that every year. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Because <laughs> I, I think it would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like like hearing his perspective as he gets older mm-hmm. and maybe even touching on some of the topics that he talked about the previous year to mm-hmm. see if his opinion and or thoughts about it has changed maybe his that opinion that my job is incredibly boring see if that changes <laughs> yes, exactly is that why mom drinks so much coffee yeah. i don't oh know my gosh yeah but we've also done a contest we did the mug contest when i was speaking in london one year we and did. uh yeah we've done some kind of fun contests and i did away some contest, prizes no you're not eligible to how many times do i have to tell you dan you're oh. not eligible to win these contests all right okay maybe i'll buy a mug and pretend i was eligible. well if you like spinal tap references you you should listen to the uh, July of 2015, where I interview Chris Stewart um, in Priscilla Sings a Song. We talked oh, yes. about him marketing his um, his uh, you know business as a musician, but yes. uh, we're old friends, and uh, yeah, we we both enjoy Spinal Tap. So, <laughs> yeah, how can you not? I know. Like come that? on. So those are pretty funny. But some of the people that we've had on, my favorite guest was Jeff Kanata. Of oh, um, yes, he was good. Yeah, of the really podcast we have concerns. Yes. Oh my gosh, those two guys that and they're really they're really a big inspiration to me for podcasting. Yeah. And yeah, so you should listen to that episode with Jeff Kanata in it. And um, yeah, I, I I don't know when it is. It's probably it's probably pretty early, maybe 2015. We've been podcasting since 2014. Are you kidding me? No, for four years. Four years. Yeah. In dog years, that's what that's. Uh... 32? I was just going to see if you could do this math. Yeah, math <laughs> what are math you doing? Eight years? Math. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, no. But, you know, Catherine Budig, she, I've had a lot of authors on also, but that was a great episode. It had a lot of hits. There was a lot of interest in her. Uh, some of the big names, like Michael Brenner in Content Market, mm-hmm. he's like, in my industry, is like the two people that I, well, three, I got three really big names on, on the podcast. Michael Brenner, Mitch Joel, and Peter Leviton. Those are kind of the gods in my industry. And then I do focus a lot on market research. Um, and uh, Kristen Luck was a guest on and that. She's a big name in that. But a lot of authors, like, I'm just going to try and think of a few here real quick. I'm, and I, if I leave you out, it's not because I don't love you. But um, off the top of my head, like Tim Hughes from the UK, mm-hmm. great guy. Yes. We had an amazing uh, lunch at the Savoy last time I was there. Uh, Barry Tesler, Vivian Blade, Rachel O'Mara. She's a Googler, good friend of mine, and um, great, great book called Pause. Mm-hmm. That's a great read. Pam Didner, 
gosh, I, I, there's so many people who wrote books that were on, and, and it was really interesting, you know, hearing from them. And speaking of Tim Hughes, here's Tim Hughes from episode 77. He's the CEO and co-founder of Digital Leadership Associates and author of Social Selling, Techniques to Influence Buyers and Changemakers. Hi, Priscilla. Tim Hughes here. Congratulations on your 100th podcast. Podcasting is such a fantastic medium. There's so many people that are, that are doing it. Not everybody uh, reads, and I think podcasting is just a, a great way to get out to uh, your audience. Loved talking to you. Uh, loved talking to you about uh, social selling and how you can use social as a way of actually uh, marketing and selling in the, uh, the modern day. Congratulations and good luck with the next 100. And... Ironically enough, here's Rachel O'Meara from episode 78, the author of Pause, Harnessing the Life-Changing Power of Giving Yourself a Break. Congratulations! Ooh, 100! That is so exciting, Priscilla. Way to go. You are a badass. Priscilla helped me launch Pause, the book that I wrote. Priscilla was someone who helped me elevate my presence online. So we had our podcast launched the day my book launched on April 4th, 2017. And so I call her instrumental in my launch and just a huge rock for support. I'm very grateful and appreciative for Priscilla for all of that. So what are we going to do going forward to make it like... Man, that's such a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, uh, I was thinking about I was thinking about podcasting, like when we first got started mm-hmm. and up to now, and just in thinking about some of the different podcasts that I listen to, like The Nerdist and, and mm-hmm. things like that, like just how it really has changed from being just people talking with one of those cheap headset mics they bought mm-hmm. at Staples to it's really a thing. I mm-hmm. mean, it really is a viable way to get what you have to say out and I think it's going to be very interesting over the next uh next hundred episodes Mm -hmm. to see how we change and how we change doing things Mm -hmm. but for the future if we were if I was going to look into the uh virtual crystal ball yes um does it have dust on it (laughs) <laughs> if it is virtual <laughs> sorry go uh, on no I, I have a virtual dust cover over it <laughs> so <laughs> I don't even know when I say things sometimes I just go where, where was where I even I, thinking yeah, I, don't I, don't I don't know I don't know but plans for the future you know it's like gosh I just hope to stay awake for an episode Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, don't say these oh, things if I your do. job it's performance is coming up. <laughs> oh, that's true. I got a review coming up. Uh, but I mean, you know, yeah. it's like, it's seven o'clock here, but it's like almost, what, uh, three in the morning <laughs> over there? I don't know what the time difference is in Konnichiwa. But... <laughs> okay, I would be very remiss, though, if I did not say a sincere, sincere thank you for my birthday gift one year of the auto harp oh and it was you know around episode 50 or so where we finally integrated the new theme music that Leighton wrote and I played along with my auto harp and it makes me so happy every time I hear it it's so like the essence you know of what I want to put out there in the world of our theme music and maybe it's only important to me but it is very important to me and that was a gift from you for my birthday so thank you very uh, much let me just tell you when you mentioned there there are times in my life where people will mention things mm-hmm. and it just kind of bounces off mm-hmm. but when you mentioned that you wanted an auto harp I like something clicked in me and I just went I am freaking going to find her an <laughs> auto harp. And I looked around. I still have the first one I got you because I bought you one. Oh, and there's I two? Send it. There's, there, there is a second one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but it's it's in my closet, and it was it was pretty beat up. But, I mean, I got it for free, and I was going to send it out to get it refurbed. Uh-huh. And it was going to cost me, like, Oh, a yeah. couple hundred bucks oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. get it done. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, not that I don't love you, but, mm-hmm. and but, not, that much. <laughs> but, the, but not that much. But not that much. But when I went, I went on eBay to like look for parts. I found one that was actually in really good shape mm-hmm. and it was like ready to go. And I said, that's the one I'm going to send her. Well, it's perfect and, for me because Leighton here keeps it tuned up and keeps it like he, he, you know, he really cares for it. And that way I can just walk up and have fun. Um, exactly. Playing it. Exactly. Yeah. It's we, like having it's like Jay Leno having the guy that runs his garage. Right. 
It's like that. Except for, except for the millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you had an auto harp garage, could you even yeah. imagine? Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is this, this, don't not don't like make me like want more things. This is why I I'm don't s- own a TV because I don't <laughs> want to see commercials, which is hilarious since I own a marketing firm. <laughs> but you know what we need to do? This I, this is something, and it's just a personal request for mm-hmm. me. In your office, mm-hmm. I think you should get one of those white square pillars and have a okay. stand for your auto harp with like one of those square glass covers and light on it. Like it's some sort of like piece oh of gosh. artwork. <laughs> now like it's getting people, weird. <laughs> when people walk into your office, there's like this heavenly glow of the auto harp. Like oh in my the gosh. That's See, just a personal thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> okay. So who, who, the, the, here's the thing about our podcast is that you and I have these like, you know, chitty chatty, you know, podcasts. Yes, and then absolutely. I'm on my own interviewing some people either specific yes. in the industry or talking about um, tips and tricks or, you know, um, really getting experts in on particular um, pieces, things that I'm not an expert in. I know right. enough about SEO to know that I need an expert. And so things like that. And also I follow what people write in and say they want to hear about. And I go source, you know, someone in the industry that I think will be helpful for it. But um, if you were to pick somebody as a guest for me to interview, who would you pick? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm, I know my list while you're thinking. All right. Go ahead. Tell me yours. because well, I'm, I'm still formulating. Where, where does every conversation, when we talk about a person on this podcast, where does it all come back to? Freddie Mercury. So I didn't say they had to be alive, which actually, this is so sad, is that one of the other people I would have loved to interview, which would have no reason to be interviewed on this podcast, which is precisely why they could be, because it's my podcast. Exactly. And you can do what you want. But in terms of lifetime achievement who, stuff, who Anth- Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah, and this is where we have absolutely. a moment of abject absolutely. silence. And, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So those are my two people. Well, actually, three people that are not alive is Keith Green. So those are three people I wish. I oh could yeah, have yeah, yeah, yeah. My, those are all my. Actually, Keith Green fascinates me. I oh, I would love, love to sit down with him, and just hear like mm-hmm. the story. Like yeah. I just want to hear his story because yeah. I think he's brilliant. Number one and yeah. very gifted songwriter. Yeah. So three people who are alive, I would love to have on, and I have tried mm-hmm. one of them, uh, yes. is Brene Brown. Mary, mm-hmm. Marianne Williamson and Gabby Bernstein, because these people really? changed my life on some, you know, level. And and have you reached out to them? I have. I have. I, I just because I don't want to, you know, m- you know, kind of shame somebody. I'll, do, I won't tell you, you which one. Do you want I tried. me to uh, go to their house? I could talk to them. <laughs> I've met them all. Oh, yeah. Right. So I've met them all, which is nice. So, um, and I'm, I'm sure that's not why they're not returning. No, no. I mean, come on. Okay. These are these are people who have like <laughs> they need to have an actual life. You know, they like speak and are on the road like you know all year long. So anyway, but those are that's my that, that's like my wish list. So if if you're listening, you know, just feel free to call. <laughs> yeah, call in. Call in. anytime. We'd love it. Well, you know who I would love? Hmm. There's I have I have several people. Uh, that I would love to hear you interview. Okay. Uh, one would be Anthony Hopkins. Oh, gosh, yes. I hope I, Steve and I always refer to him as the hard, hardest working man in showbiz because it just seems like he takes any role. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's kind of like Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. It's like he's just, I, I don't care what it is. I'm just going to do it. His Amazon Alexa commercial. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen that? Yes, I have. That is hilarious. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> but he's, he's one. Now, and on a more serious, like more entrepreneurial mm-hmm. uh, side, I would love to hear you interview Elon Musk. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I. You know what though? I might take Gary V over Elon Musk. Oh really? Uh huh. Be- only because I think Gary V is like super raw, and Elon mm-hmm. Musk is a little bit of a smart nerd, and I don't know if I could crack the you know the shell. I think you could. You think so? But here, here is my here is my <laughs> my fantasy podcast mm-hmm. where you would host a conversation between Nikolai Tesla and Elon Musk. <laughs> where do you I, come up with this stuff? I don't know. It just I was sitting there thinking like who would be two great people like because Elon Musk is kind of sort of trying to be like mm-hmm. the Nikolai Tesla of our day in a sense, and it, I think it would just be an interesting conversation between the two of them. And mm-hmm. you could like moderate it 
and but I just I don't know I just thought that would be so uh, so fascinating. I'm like actually sweating. That makes me nervous. I feel like I'd have to go in and be somebody I'm not in that conversation. No, and that, it's see, like that's the beauty. From the movie uh, A Room with a View, you know, it says across the wardrobe, it says uh, mistrust any adventure that requires a new wardrobe. <laughs> and I just like just anything that makes you dress up or look like or pretend that you're somebody you're not, just distrust it. Right? Yes. That me walking into that interview, I'm seriously already sweating. Quit it. I think you would be so brilliant. <laughs> I think it would be so funny because you could just interject like some absolute nonsense mm-hmm. and just have them stop and turn and look at you. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people in marketing and um, I've got a list of some other people like people that are, you know, really have a lot to offer. A lot of experts. I need to have a LinkedIn expert. I get a lot of questions on that. And I teach LinkedIn all the time mm-hmm. um, and do a lot of consulting on it. And uh, people have just not really tapped even, you know, a, a small piece of what LinkedIn can do for B2B. But right. Um, right. I could have some people on, you know, like that, um, some other people in content marketing, inbound marketing. And honestly, SEO has changed so much. And we, you, you see, I mean, this year I've had a lot of people on about SEO because it is changing. And I, I get a lot of questions about it. And honestly, I think people need to hear the truth instead of some weird, like, um, trying to sell you something conversation. Some of the experts that have been on our show include our friend Deirdre Breckenridge, uh, fresh from the last episode of Ponderings from the Perch. I'm Deirdre Breckenridge from Pure Performance and the Women Worldwide Podcast, and I had such a great time being interviewed by Priscilla on Ponderings from the Perch and wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, looking forward to 100 more. <laughs> And here's Tony Cheevers, Vice President at ResearchScape International. Hi, this is Tony Cheevers. I want to wish Priscilla congratulations on 100 episodes. I was listening to the podcast we did together way back when, and you make me sound smarter than I think I am. So thank you very much for that, and I can't wait to hear what uh, you're going to do next. Let's look forward a little bit. Okay. Like, let, um I was thinking, you know, as we were, as I was going over the notes mm-hmm. uh, last week for this episode, which I'm, I'm still in awe that it is a hundred <laughs> episodes, right? Because I don't feel that old, right? <laughs> number one. <laughs> but um, I was sitting there going, "Gosh, what would be some interesting things to do in the future? Like, what would be, what would be some really unique and fun things to do?" And I, I'd come up with a couple ideas. Okay. And I thought I'd run them past you since you're the boss. Yes. Um, one I thought would be fun would be like uh, we do our podcast while we're eating lunch together at a restaurant. Oh, okay. We put the microphone in the middle of the table and the waiter's mm-hmm. coming up and doing the order and we're eating sandwiches or whatever and talking mm-hmm. like over lunch. Almost like, you know, people are joining us for a lunch conversation. It's I like that comedians in cars getting coffee, but it's really you and I having lunch. <laughs> yes, it's uh, not funny people eating pastrami. Right. It's what I think we could call it. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. That's one. And here's the other okay. one. This is, this, is, this is my number one that okay. I think we should honestly You saved do. it for last because you really think it's a it's I the one-two punch. Okay, go for but, it. But that's, you know, in marketing, it's like mm-hmm. you present the bad idea, so the <laughs> next idea looks better. Whatever it is, I'll take said. it. Perfect. <laughs> I think we should do a happy hour podcast. Oh, I'm in. Oh, like I'm sorry. We just, were there details here? Well, there were details. Oh, yes. okay. But, but we just get like a bottle of our favorite uh, beverage mm-hmm. and get some chicken wings and we just start podcasting and we start drinking and mm-hmm. see where it goes for five hours. Okay. So let this, I am the dream whisperer. I always take someone's dream and then like make it a little bit better. So right. I, li- I like where this is going. So the happy hour podcast, but I think we need to match it up with certain things. You know, one of my favorite things to do on this podcast is take uh, questions that came in either on reviews, which this would be a good time to say we would really like a review on iTunes. Oh, yes. <laughs> please give We've us a review. We've been asking for 100 episodes, so yeah. please step up to the plate, people. <laughs> do you want this campaign to end? <laughs> Call <Right>. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, um, you know, some people send questions in there. And then someone just said, some people just send them to info at littlebirdmarketing.com. And I, it mean, it means a great deal to me 
um, yes. to get an actual question from someone. And uh, we've had several questions around entrepreneurship, and we're kind of trying to pull up three or four more questions that people mm-hmm. would ask so that we could do a podcast on where I'm just – and I haven't looked at the questions that somebody on my team has because they want me to do like an off-the-cuff answer this entrepreneur question. Oh, so right. I would love for people to do that. But I think if we tied in the happy hour podcast idea, we need to like tie in themes. So it needs to be like listener, you know, instigated. What do you want us to talk about? And then we need to assign a certain drink for the the day. Oh, you know, like, see, okay, like so that. this is going to be, we're going to do like, uh, have Negronis and right. talk about, you know, how to reach the Hispanic market in marketing. Perfect. Okay. So we got to tie in great. some of these ideas. So we need to work on it. So, you know, we, we've talked before about millennials. So like what drink, yes. would, would we have a Moscow mule with millennials? I think a Moscow mule would be about right, you know? Or a craft yeah. beer. Craft beer. Yeah, probably craft beer would be more millennial-esque. Uh-huh. Or cider. See, we're, yeah. now, we're, now we're brainstorming. Now we're brainstorming. Now this is, this is the good stuff right here. Talk about what we're going to have to drink. Right, right. You know, if we talked about another tips of lowering your stress in the new year, I mean, maybe yes. maybe we just drink NyQuil. Well, that... <laughs> it could be like our uh, our prison alcohol stories. Oh. We could uh, run NyQuil through a sock or rubbing oh, alcohol. Or, whatever. or just Bailey's. We could have Bailey's on or the Bailey's. rocks. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Okay, or, I think that we're actually, going somewhere here. I think we should hire a bartender at each of our locations and then just have them start making up like Manhattans or mm-hmm. old fashions or mm-hmm. whatever and just keep drinking until uh, we don't make any sense. Right. Well, do you, I, I imagine that you watch Drunk History. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good so Lord. now we're verging now we're verging on their territory here. This <laughs> is true. drunk we marketing. We are getting into, uh, into a copyright thing. <laughs> oh, okay. But we could, we could offer like happy hour tips. It could be like uh, getting tipsy. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Um, yeah, that's interesting. And of course, what would a 100th episode be without hearing some words from the McKinney family? First up is Beck McKinney from episode 93 of the McKinney household offering a heartfelt congratulations. Congratulations on your 100th podcast, Mom. We love you. And of course, here's Sawyer McKinney. Mom, 100? I didn't know you were that old. Thankfully, not aimed at me. And last but certainly not least, Steve McKinney, VP of Little Bird Marketing, with another heartfelt and sweet congratulations. When Priscilla first told me she wanted to start a podcast, I thought that was a perfect thing for her. She's engaging, she's joyful, she's uh, interested and interesting. I thought that would be a perfect medium for her to express herself and to get out there and reach out to the world around her in marketing. And it's proved to be true. A hundred podcasts in and going strong. Congratulations, honey. You've done a great job. Well, the last thing I want to say personally, I don't know what else you have going on for this podcast, but the last thing I want to say is that I do, we do want a celebration. If you have a little gift you'd like to offer us, a congratulations. If you would do it in the form of an iTunes review, we would really appreciate it. That's how people discover this podcast. And that's how everybody in Tokyo, konnichiwa, (laughs) how they all find us apparently. So we appreciate that. Um, But in the review, I mean, you can review it. That's fine. But I'm not really huge on, you know, unless you have like constructive criticism to give, which I'm totally all for. Um, yeah. But also, maybe you could just um, ask a question in there about something yeah. you want us to cover. We do read each one of the reviews and are so appreciative for them, but we read them. So if you want to ask a question, you want an episode on a certain thing that's really troubling you about entrepreneurship or marketing, ask away. We'll do a whole episode on it. Absolutely. I mean, uh, because if you people weren't listening, <laughs> we would be... We would be talking to dead air. Well, and, let's be uh, honest, Dan. We'd still be doing this. <laughs> I know. We actually would. because <laughs> That was our agreement from the beginning. If no one yes. listens, if if a podcast plays and no one listens, will Dan and Priscilla still do it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I think yes they said, will. Well, we had 20,000 20, uh, downloads with our unique thing. Thank you, Mom, for hitting the refresh button. Yes, I appreciate it, Mom. I appreciate that. Are you kidding? My mom doesn't even know how to get to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is this? A podcast? Are we planting something? Yeah, no. It's not good. uh, And if I just may say, Priscilla, it's been a hundred episodes and I have been having the best time with you. And I have to say that I was, number one, I was flattered and honored that you uh, asked me way back when to do a podcast with you because you're one of my favorite people. (laughs) And I 
couldn't think of anyone that I would have more fun with at six in the morning. Right. Uh, talking about stuff than you. Well, just and so you know. It's so, been so much fun, and I've had such a good time, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what the next uh, 100 episodes bring. Very cool. Just so you know, I did not have a backup plan. It was you or nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have kept the mystery alive. No, no. It's just the truth. Let's pull back the curtain. It's the truth. All right. All right. Well, thanks awesome. for making me your only option. <laughs> Why do I feel like uh, R2-D2 with that video? Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. You're my only hope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I got nothing more to say. It's been 100 episodes. I'm trying to talk. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Or konnichiwa. We need to learn how to say a few more things in Japanese. There there will be the konnichiwa thing is going to come back to haunt you. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I knew more, I would say more. I mean, I know French and Spanish. So, I mean, I probably should have, you know, done something for all my French listeners. But anyway. I wonder if they, do they have like the sad trombone sound effect in Japan? And if they do, does it go, Kanichi wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We better end that the was podcast now. That was, that was horrible. <laughs> well, Priscilla, this has been so much fun. I cannot wait. I cannot wait until we get to 200 to go. Do you remember back when? Mostly, mostly because we'll be so old, we don't really remember. But, but um, yeah, I, I was going to get mushy and say some really nice things, but I'm, I'm not going to say that because I already said. It. But anyway, thank you for uh, for, for being uh, just the amazing uh, person you are, and uh, just for how much fun uh, you bring to the show. Yay! Yay! And that's it. That's all we got. So, uh, listeners, leave us a review, ask us a question, and uh, for Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast, this has been uh, the 100 year old podcaster, Dan Ledbetter, <laughs> <laughs> along with Priscilla McKinney, saying, Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.